Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Melting Podcast. A podcast hosted by the University of Sydney's Multiracial Intercultural Experience Society, aka MixOC. Got a burning question to our XX? Send us a letter through our Instagram or email us at usid.mixoc at gmail.com. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Apart from societies, just like university in general, or maybe even just like under high school, just like friendship groups. How has like the mixed experience been for you guys, like me and Yasmina? Also, uh, Yasmina, maybe you want to talk um, what your background is as well. So um, I'm half Chinese Mandarin on my dad's side, and then my mom's Moroccan. So yeah, it's a bit of a mix. Um, they met here in Australia. So I pretty much lived here my whole life. So I actually never really had mixed friends growing up because it was always hard to find them, especially. I think as a child, I lived in a predominantly Muslim community from when I was young to about like 12 or something. And then the, the community around me was like predominantly Asian. So that was like when I moved into high school, like a selective school. So everyone was pretty much Asian and it was kind of different. I got a taste of like two different types of communities, which was pretty interesting. Yeah. So like, how was that transition from like, basically a different ethnic environment, I guess, because like, I know my primary school was uh, not mainly Asians, but like, there were quite a bunch. It was quite multicultural, like Lebanese, uh, Vietnamese, Chinese. So like, yeah, I didn't really feel out of place or like, I mean, Obviously, it's primary school, so, like, you're not really aware of race when you're, like, a yeah. kid yeah. as well. I went to high school, and it was, it was pretty similar because it was near the same area. But then I, like, switched schools. Like, I moved, like, year nine or something. And, like, it was the first time seeing so many blonde people. <laughs> like, even just, like, different religion as well. I mean, like, I, well, I went to a Christian school so far even the high school and then I went to public school it was still quite multicultural but I mean it was just different it's crazy how like you just move to a different suburb and it's like even like can be like a completely different experience or at least like somewhat different depending yeah. on the community there I think that's really big in Australia too because there's so many suburbs with like completely different racial demographics or everything. Like you'll go to Cabramatta, that's probably like a classic example. And like, there's a lot of Vietnamese people there, but then you move up to like the North Shore. It's not as diverse, mm. predominantly white kind of things like that. Yeah. And then just even the transition from high school then and then into UCID, that's another culture shock to me. <laughs> not just not ethnic, ethnically wise, just like culturally, status, like status wise. It's just like with a bunch of politics going on. Everyone's from everywhere. Like literally, I guess you just stay in your own bubble when you grow up, like of a suburb, and then you go off to university, and then it's completely different. I, mean, I think a lot of people get kind of a cultural shock, even in like in the, even if it's in the same country, but it's just like it's crazy. Um, I don't know if you guys experienced that. For me, actually, a lot of kids from my school ended up going to UCID. I guess it made that transition a little bit easier. But at the same time, I feel like university itself is more like a like a life stage where like everything changes. Like for my school, they kind of split up, <laughs> to be honest. Mm. We all went to different universities. We kind of just like lived our lives, kind of. 
So, I mean, it's kind of bittersweet. But I mean, I guess a good thing is that you can like kind of re-identify yourself, make new friends and stuff like that. Why we wanted to make Mixop? We just want to make it more inclusive. I think it's very inclusive so far. We've pretty much been accepting anyone, really. But international students as well, which is good, considering the pandemic. It's crazy to see a lot of mixed people, because like, like Yasmina, I didn't have really any mixed friends, to be honest. I mean, I met some. There was this one kid in my primary school who was half Philip like me. And he looked like wider than me, though. But uh, he was good at basketball. We played basketball together. But it, like, that's, that's like the only like close friend I've had. But like, yeah. Because like, even if you meet another mixed person, there's not like a guarantee you're going to be friends. Because you have to consider like, well, I mean, we're human beings. We have different personalities as well. It's just hard to be like, oh, you get me. Like you can be friends with anyone. I mean, it's just, it's cool when it's like, you have this connection, I guess. The healthy connection. <laughs> have you guys experienced that? Uh, I never re- really went looking for that like healthy connection. Because <laughs> like, uh, it wasn't really like a kind of priority, but like, I felt it's kind of funny because like in different communities, it will bring out like some part of you. So like when I was living in a more Muslim community, I felt more Muslim too. And I guess I was like accepted kind of as well. So uh, I would feel like more Muslim. And then in an Asian community, I've been in an Asian community the majority of my life pretty much. So for my formative years as well. So it also made me feel kind of more Asian too. I kind of get what you mean when you say like half the connection because like they'll kind of get that kind of struggle as well, not fitting in to something fully, but also having like a more open perspective because you have like so many different experiences yourself. What about you, May? Have you had like mixed friends growing up? Or? I've had a few. Like one of my close high school friends, she's half Aussie, half Chinese, but her parents divorced. So she's been living with her Chinese mother. But at the same time, I feel like she, for her, for her, I feel like her cultural identity probably stands behind like her personal goals and stuff, which I find pretty interesting. That's probably different for everyone too. But there's one other like family I know that has the exact same mix as me. So half the, Jap- the mom's Japanese, the dad's Indian. And it's just really interesting to see how they're different to me in a way. They've lived around the world, like gone to international schools and things like that. I like to think of myself as open-minded, but I feel like they're very open-minded, like beyond that. But that's mm. probably just like, even if you're the same in terms of your background, like there's so many different ways you could be in the end. It would make sense that they would be open-minded, I guess. Because like, there's just like different perspectives. I mean, you have to be open-minded in that sort of family. Ingrained in you. In terms of my identity, I've just like always had <laughs> identity crisis because like, I feel like the way I look doesn't represent how I feel inside you know what I mean I don't really have any connection to my dad's side it's literally just my mom's side which is all Filipino my whole family is Filipino I have like Filipino relatives in the Philippines I feel like um I, I didn't just know the language so that is also a disconnect I feel Asian you know I'm Asian <laughs> essentially what I'm saying <laughs> but people don't think that <laughs> when they first look at me I think the other day my roommate was like oh, I thought you were Italian I could tell you Italian or I could tell you something. I don't know what it was. Spanish. I think like Anthony, you were like, oh, are you like half Japanese or something? 
Like I'm good at everything, man. So it's kind of like when everybody's telling you different things, it's just like, am I just like a mix match? <laughs> like, am I just like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. And then I'm just like, I just stop trying at this point. I'm just like, I mean, I know who I am inside. Inside what counts, you know? I'm actually curious. Have you taken one of those um, DNA tests? Yes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I want to take I mean, one. I, it literally just showed me like, what did I have? Confirming the identity. It's just like half, half pillow, literally. And it even told me like where in the Philippines it was. <laughs> literally in my, my, my mom's hometown. I was like, yeah, that's okay. It's accurate. You can start going soul searching from there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, my my mom is Filipino, Filipino, like nothing else. Pure Filipino. And my dad is white. Scottish, Irish or something. Nothing surprising came off, really. I'm just like, I'm just an egg. <laughs> Some people can tell that I am half Asian. So I mean, I think the difference is everybody's like perception of race is completely different. So it's literally like there is no concrete answer, honestly. Mm. I literally wrote a thesis about this in my HSC. I literally was like, why? Why? <laughs> and I literally like did a survey and I even did like like research and stuff about biracial people. A lot of it comes down to your looks. I, I was kind of hoping it wouldn't be, but a lot of it is. To be honest, I researched something like that was like half black, half Japanese, like beauty pageant winner or something. And then like Japanese people were like, oh, she's not Japanese enough. Even though she was like born and raised in Japan or something. But like those it's people like, were just looking at looks only. Like Naomi Osaka as well. Like Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. she's Japanese. But mm. it's like when you look at her, does she look typically Japanese what does a Japanese person look like mm. like it raises so many questions and then people are like oh no the basis should be not on their looks the basis should be like their their identity or like the where are they born what do they speak the language like some kind of criteria are you this and then you are enough if you're this like thing I think people have this like bias in their head that you need this checklist of things to like be considered the race purity test yeah and I'm just like, i mean i don't i know that people wouldn't admit that but i mean I, I think i mean we all have to admit we have biases i think i mean i think it's just unconscious you're not this enough or that enough comes from it's kind of just like so i kind of just like made like after doing that thesis i was just like okay like someone who grew up in asia the whole life right they look at Western celebrities, right? And they, they're like, oh, I can't tell them apart. Or even like, you know how they have that thing where like they look at Asian celebrities and like, I can't tell them apart because they grew up in Western society. Like you have to live in the society to kind of differentiate the like features. I can tell when someone is Filipino by like their accent and by their look and like, like you can tell, but you have to know that knowledge. You have to have the insight in your head. Could you tell if someone was like, you're ethnicity or not may could you tell someone if it was someone was like japanese or someone was indian from your experiences you can see the little things it goes beyond like appearance like the little habits they'll do or like the ways they do something but at the same time if they're ethnically one culture but they've been raised in like a third culture or a second culture sometimes those things are like harder to pick up on i wouldn't say i have like a hundred percent accuracy rate but sometimes you get like a feel for it about you yasmina can you tell someone's 
don't know. Uh, I think just like me, like kind of little things and also like the stories they might have as well. Sometimes you'll be chatting with someone and you'll kind of like come across some like common thing that happened in your childhood and you'll be like, oh, you, you've had that experience too. I can't really say that I'm good at telling who someone else is because probably if I looked at myself, I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like what May said, like little habits and little things and like the stories they share with you. Yeah, those kind of things that kind of gives you an inkling. I mean, I have a question. Has anybody ever like guessed your ethnicities right? Takes a long time. <laughs> you, have you been through like the, like the, a bit more up, a bit more left, a bit more to the yeah. right? <laughs> Always there. Like closer, hotter, closer to Marco Polo. It's like, yeah, literally uh, near the region, geographically. <laughs> <laughs> like Thai. And then you just slowly see them get more frustrated. It's kind of like a revenge game to be like, yes, yes, I dare you. I dare you to get few people have gotten it right, maybe, but not off the first try. Yeah, the first time I went to like my classes and I introduced myself to people, they thought I was Filipino because my hair is my, as well as my accent, because it's a little American. They're yeah. like, Filipinos talk like that, and mm-hmm. they dress like that. And I was like, they dress like this? And I was like, okay then, I guess I'm not Vietnamese anymore. I took it as a, as a good thing, I think. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I was confused by your accent as well. Like, why is it American? Because mine is like, because I, yeah, I'm Filipino, so it makes sense. I don't realize, like, slightly, slightly Americanized because my mom. I'm the only one in my family with an American accent. It could be because of just watching too many movies at a young age and it just grew on me. I don't know. It's always been a great icebreaker. It's like, are you from America? It's like, yeah, man. My dad, you know, fought in the Vietnam War and he went to America, found his sweetheart there, you know. They came down here, you know, treacherous journey, treacherous journey. Then Somali pirates nearly got them, but my dad's military training kicked in. It was beautiful, you know, it was like, I just give them a rendition of like the happiest refugee, but like, you know, just a <laughs> munted version, bootlegged version. And they just fall for it. They're like, oh, that's so cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was all a lie. I was just born here. I just have an accent. I don't know. Some people just have accents, I think. It was interesting. I guess you just, you get used to your own voice. You don't know if you have an accent or not. To be honest, your accent did throw me off at all. I used to do a lot of accents when I was younger. Some of them were terrible. Like impressions? Yeah. Do one right now. Do one Let's right now. go. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> do it do it for the podcast <laughs> listeners. I need to legit practice. I need to legit practice this. Like no, no. for my HSC. I would spend a few hours doing my Russian accent rather than studying. <laughs> it wasn't even that good at the end of it. I was just procrastinating hard. Uh, Maybe one day if I'm another if I'm still here as a viewer and then I'm not busy, I'll just go, you know, welcome back and stuff like that. Yeah. The intro. Yeah, welcome back to Mixosh, you know? I need practice though. I don't sound good. It sounds like a vampire or something. I used to, yeah, yeah. The blood. The blood. Yeah, welcome to Mixosh. Welcome. Now, I used to do that accent with Jimmy and just threaten him. It's like, Jimmy, you know, yeah. family is an important thing, you know, but I used to do that with an accent. I yeah, actually, but... like, met a childhood friend from, like, um, all the way from when I was in year two in the same course as me. And we've no been through way. like, yeah, it was crazy. Oh, wait, through... that sounds like a K-drama or something. Like, we were, like best he diverged. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> and we just like lost contact. And then we just met, yeah, in uni. Did you just so recognize weird. each other when you saw each other? Yeah. Oh, it was so weird. It's wow. like, you just don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. A friend of mine had a similar experience. She went to Dubai oh, uh, to wow. learn, right? Like primary school or something or mm-hmm. something like that, right? With another person, right? And she hasn't seen them for years and suddenly mm-hmm. they're both doing the same course in uni. It's crazy. University from Dubai. It's crazy. I just, Dubai. I just want to highlight Dubai. that. Dubai. Crazy. You Sid. Same course. It's fate. It's fate. That is fate. That Crazy. is Korean drama fate. <laughs> you are my destiny. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my goodness, dude! I, I had a best friend. And I'm still trying to find him. And oh, like, are you finding your best friend? I can't. I, I'm I'm legit trying to find him, and I can't find him. Oh. He used to be my third grade best friend, and the last thing I have of him is in my third drawer in my room on the bottom bookshelf. There's a thick Indiana Jones comic book. Oh. No, and I and I I, like I sometimes I go through and I find the comic book again and I read through it and I just remember it's like damn make a post on Reddit or something. Hey, hey, I still still got the book. I still got the book. Where are you? Nah, nah. We traded books actually. We both had an Indiana Jones book, and we traded it before we left each other because like I knew he was gonna go. He told me or something, and I was like, like you know. It's the last thing I have of him. Uh, yeah. No, but like, I still remember him from time to time, and I'm like, damn. I wonder how you've changed. It's not I expect us to be best friends again or anything. I just wonder, like, how our lives have diverged. Yeah. Because here I am, you know, very different from how I used to be. You know, primary school was a pretty rough time. I was like, a, I was a big, I was a, I was a bully. I used to bully kids. <laughs> I, I used to bully one kid, and I used to like go in a lot of fights when I was younger. And then I instantly had a whole turnaround in year seven. I was like a straight edge kid. I still, had, oh. still had problems, but like I saw the kid that I used to bully, and he's like Anthony. And I was like, oh, Tumbi, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, do you remember me? He's like, yeah, I used to bully you. I'm sorry oh. about that. I'm sorry about that. By the way, I hope uh, there's nothing. There's nothing, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry about wow. the way that I you and stuff. And he's like, You've changed. And I was like, Yeah, I did. My mom whooped my ass. So, like, you know, I'm a good kid. Now. One does. <laughs> that's, what, what, that's what chopsticks and the tong. Oh my god. All the tongs. Fly, fly swatter. Fly swatter. Oh my, yeah, fly swatter. Handle. <laughs> nah, she can use a handle. Oh my god. Good stuff. Effective. Very effective. <laughs> Instantly turned into a good boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, he's a he's a good kid. The, the kid I bullied, he was a good kid, and I hope he's doing well as well. I don't know, because like I sure roughed him up when I was younger. I got bullied. I got bullied in high school, so like I think I I think it's karma. Karma hit me in the ass. And I, was like, I was like super messed up, super roughed up in high school, but like I'm stronger for it, you know. So if anything, my victim should thank me for toughening him up too. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, by the way. I'm kidding. Solo uh, on cam. Solo on cam. <laughs> it's all recorded. It's all recorded. Anthony? Holy. The power of evil editing. You can make a letter to your, to your, like, video letter. You know how they do this video oh, letter? Like, like, I'm just in court. I'm just in court. It's like, judge, uh, your honor, I would never hurt a kid, ever. And then, like, they just pull this video up. <laughs> <laughs> He just oh, sees me explicitly in detail talk about how I used to bully a kid. Oh, yeah. You gotta make a 
make make a letter to that. What would you say to that 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 kid and that your your friend? My friend or my bully victim? No, <laughs> not your friend, <laughs> not your bully victim. If I had to say anything, I'd ask how you turned out. You know, how did you turn out? Because I'm genuinely curious, right? Like we both were very different kids back then, right? And I didn't expect myself to be who I am now, but you know, things surprise you. So I just wonder, like, how did you turn out? How did you see yourself now, right? Because like, he was a great, he was a sweet kid, you know, heart of gold, great guy, you know. Um, we were a trio, actually. I was the Asian one, he was the black one, and there was a white one. And the white one kind of turned rotten years later. Like, I was still friends with him, and then he cheated on the girl I cared about with a friend of mine. And then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, okay. So, so after that, I was, thinking, I was thinking about, like, my... I don't want to say the black one, but that's, the, that's all I have right now. In my his name is Peter actually I'll just call him Peter. Yeah, That's yeah, better. His name. <laughs> I was like, his names. <laughs> his name. So like okay, the white one, white one. Like years later, it's like okay, I know how he turned out. Really bad, really really bad. You know, he was a chronic liar, terrible person. But I was still friends with him because like we had a long year time, long time together, right? So I was like holding on to that for a while, and then I let him go because like bad, obviously, right? So then I was, it got me thinking, it's like, how did PETA turn out, right? Are you still heart of gold or did you turn out different? It's not like I'm going to be disappointed. I'd just be interested to see how we all turned out because I was a bad kid when I was young, right? He was an okay kid. He was weird, if anything. And now he's bad. And now I'm who I am now, you know? So I just wondered how he turned out. That's all. And if he's okay, you know, it's always nice to hear how people's lives have gone, you know, personally. I don't need to know explicit details. Just like, hey, you know, I, I got I got three kids now, uh, you know, or something like that. It's always now? Nice like that. in the far future. You'll find you find them. Somehow, Korean got a drama. life ahead of Korean you. Korean drama. Korean drama. Can we do a Korean drama? Can I can I yeah. find this guy? We should do a reenactment of this. Mixok finding Peter. Oh, mix series. Mixosh series. Yeah right discovering my roots you know it's like oh this is where i met him this is the comic book i have you know stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. yeah no he's um he was a really good friend of mine you know yeah do you know if he's like still in sydney or like stayed in sydney no idea no idea, no idea. that's I searched, tough i searched up his name but then a bunch of random people popped up and i was like i just messaged someone and i was like hey man do you remember an Asian guy in third grade that you had a comic book with, man? Do you, do you remember that? <laughs> like to random people. And people DMs, like, hey man, do you, do you know this this guy? Don't run away, don't run away. Hey, listen. Just make like a massive group chat with all the people with that guy's name. All Peters, like, hey man. Are you my friend? <laughs> good times, good times. Yeah, I, I, I think my my best friend from uh, like primary school is Nick Arden. She went to UC, right? Like, and then I met her briefly once. I was like, I mean, like she, yeah, she didn't really change that much. But like, apparently she like remembered my birthday, like the exact date. And I was like, damn. If you guys wanna write in to our show, to The Melting Pot, 
please email us at usyd.mixoc at gmail.com, usyd.mixsoc at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at usydmixoc. No, no space, just usydmixoc. If you want to join as a guest or send in a letter, we have a form on our bio page on our Instagram. Yeah, or just, you know, just DM us on Instagram. So chill. So yeah.